Hey, welcome back to Hope for the Broken podcast. My name is Bear. I am the broken. Um, so today I just, I finished reading, um, a chapter, it's actually chapter 20 in the book, The Knowledge of the Holy by A.W. Tozer. And I was just, um, I've listened to it twice and, uh, I, uh, I just, I thought I would share some thoughts I had, but in that he was talking about, you know, the Bible says God is love, right? Which has spawned a lot of really messed up theologies, you know, because, um, and as a matter of fact, it has messed up some theologies in my mind. And, you know, um, I have said the phrase, well, if God is love, then to experience love is to experience God, right? Well, no, that 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 doesn't even fit now, does it? Um, so, because God is love, this is merely an attribute of God. If God is love and love is God, then then we do we worship love or do we worship God? So, does that make sense? And so, um, basically, my ideology, you know, or whatever. Yeah, I was saying theology. Maybe it works both ways. I don't know. But my thinking, you know, if God is love, then to experience love is to experience God. No, to experience love is to experience an attribute of God. And if you have experienced love, you know, uh, the feeling in your the feeling in your heart um, or to feel love from somebody else you know that you know that it is it is definitely good you know and uh, and yet again uh, the Bible also says that God is good we've written songs about it you know but good is not God again you know these are attributes of God and uh, so, uh, you know, I just, for me, I, I'm just kind of reworking my my thinking a little bit here, you know, about, uh, you know, God is love, the love of God, you know. And so I, I have never, at least not intentionally, worshipped love uh, instead of God, you know. But, um, I, knowing me, I probably have, you know, but if you think about it, the idea, you know, you know, uh, you know, that love, uh, God is, is love, right? And therefore love is good in all of its forms. Don't you see how this maybe quite possibly is why we live in such a really weird and strange world, you know, where, um, like, as far as, like, um, um, like, uh, men love men, and women love women, and, and stuff, and it's legal, and, and this whole thing, and so now it must be good, right? I know the Bible talks quite a lot about, you know, homosexuality, you know, and it never is good. It never is good 
or it's never holy and of God it never is um, the Bible very clearly in Genesis chapter 2 or 3 I can't remember exactly where but it's in the first within the first five verse chapters of Genesis um, where you know it's man and it's woman one man one woman and that's it there you know um and and so now nowadays i we have somehow twisted this so much in our minds that that we're you know like overly accepting of people that that call themselves you know gay or or whatever you know whereas um is it like anyways i don't know we could i could go off on this for quite a while but i want to just kind of leave let you have my idea my thought and because i can't change your mind you can change your mind and i doubt that i will at all you know um about this subject or any other subject but you know my point merely is if we have the wrong idea as concerning love and God and the idea that that God is love, if we have that wrong, you know, that instead, in a lot of cases, I can totally see how we are, especially, you know, worshiping love instead of God, you know, um, especially, you know, in pop culture mainstream the whole acceptance movement you know the stuff and things now um i really hope that i did not get too direct and whatever like i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but i've been just sharing my thoughts you know about you know just I, like what just really struck me about A.W. What he was saying, you know, is that we, you know, God is love. Love is an attribute of God. It is not God himself. And if we worship love as God himself, we're going to have a pretty weak love, aren't we? Um, and here's what I mean. When I was... 21 something like that I or 22 maybe I don't remember I fell in love with this chick and uh, she was not good for me she was not good she like the whole thing whatever you know but I fell in love with this chick you know right and uh, and I because of that I made some mistakes I did some stupid stuff and the you know whatever but at a certain point because of the way she treated treated me and and uh, disrespected and all this sort of stuff um, I fell out of love with her you know so obviously if uh, if we try to supplant God for love merely then that's that's quite a weak God you know because, you know, just my example, you know, 
Um, I fell in love. I fell out of love. And there are tons and thousands and probably millions of stories that you can find of people that fell in love, fell out of love. So is that a God that we can serve? No. That's my submission. No, we cannot serve love, but we can serve her, sir. sir mm-hmm. We can, um, we can serve God, who is love. Love is not him. Love is an attribute. You know. You ever heard? You know, like some. I've heard it maybe once or twice in my life, where they talk about somebody being very nice. Or whatever, very kind, and they're like, "Oh, he is kindness itself," you know. Um, I see, but that's different than God is love. His that dude's or person, woman's whatever kindness is, um, and I probably miss. I said his, he is kindness itself. You know, it's probably a woman, you know. And I've met many of those women. Who are, you know, kindness itself. But, you know, her kindness is not her. It is her attribute. Right? It's an attribute of her. She is super kind, you know. But I bet she has bad days, you know. Um, but, but God is love. It's an attribute of his. And, you know, God's perfect and endless and immeasurable and the whole like all of it like it's it's God right and so he does not have bad days and he is so loving towards us you know as sinners to save us and then as saved sinners he is still kind to us to continue to save us and forgive us from sins you know um yeah <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna think I'm gonna call that good for now. Um, I hope I, I probably just made a bunch of noise. All right, I I hope this helps you. I hope this uh, is good for you. Um, I hope you um, learned something. I hope this honors God. That's what I hope. Okay, um, this is probably going to make a lot of noise, but I'm going to move my phone and stop the recording. It's time for more thoughts from Clay. <clears throat> Alright, I'm not even 100% sure what day it is. I know it's Thursday. And, um, so, earlier today, this might be a long segment. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Hiccup. Okay. So, Amanda and myself were listening to the book, Knowledge of the Holy by A.W. Tozer. We actually finished it. But... The very last chapter is so, like, impactful for me. It really just kind of smacked me in the head with some things. Um, 
and and so one of those things i'm gonna try not to be too long-winded because i most definitely can be but one thing that it struck me with was um like um that that god is is infinite in in power and knowledge in in scope and in, in size and he's timeless and just he's absolutely beyond if you can think about it it's not big enough you know what i'm saying does that make sense um and i was i was sitting there thinking um i, I was i was, actually i was praying i was like i was like i was like it's amazing to me that i could spend a lifetime of lifetimes um you know thinking about god and never scratch the surface because he is infinite it just keeps going not that he is expanding or growing or changing at all i don't believe that the bible says he was the yesterday uh he was the same what did i say the same yesterday today and forevermore but um and and also in uh revelation it talks about the uh I think it was the four and twenty elders who fell down crying holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and is and is yet to come okay and so i was thinking about that okay um but i believe he was and is and is to come all at once because he is timeless without any sort of restrictions like um yesterday is this yesterday is the same as tomorrow is the same as today is the same as a hundred years ago a thousand years ago a thousand years in the in the future um so on and so forth it's just it's it's a it's astounding so I was thinking about that. I was actually, you know, praying, like, thanking God that he is who, who he is. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, if I spent a lifetime of lifetimes learning about God, you know, how long would that be? So I postulated that a lifetime, 365 days a year, I postulated that every day was 1,000 years, right? And came up, um, I'm 35, and so that's, and so I was like, how many days is that? So I did the math, uh, 365 uh, times 35 is 12,775,000 uh, days. So I was like, okay, what if each and every one of those days was a year? Well, that's 12,775,000. All right. And I was like, well, what is 12 million uh, plus or, you know, 12,775,000 um, plus 12 or times 12,775,000. Very quickly, we got into like 168 trillion and a whole bunch more numbers. And I was like, 
I was like, and what if each one of those years was equal with what if each and every one of those years and the days of those years was a thousand years every day was a thousand years anyways it gets it gets astronomical very quickly here's the problem we're still working in numbers that we can wrap our heads around you know um if you know if we have like 600 quadrillion we can understand those numbers so we're still in the wrong neighborhood aren't we Does, does that make sense? Because, you know, like I said, God is eternal. And so, and, and the Bible talks about heaven and forever and stuff like that. What is forever? How many years is forever? Well, it's forever. And so, whatever number we could come up with multiplying this number by that number by that number by this number, um squared you know to the nth power you know we're still working with elements that we can wrap our minds around you know and and so we're basically we're just i don't think we're we're capable of understanding even forever you know um because you know the 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 idea well forever it's time without an end <sighs> hang on <clears throat> forever it's time without end okay we can understand that phrase can we understand that reality because that's where god lives that's where god is uh, time has no has no pull on God. He's not worried about time. You know, we're worried about time. Oh, church is at noon or not noon. Not that would be late. Anyways, uh, especially if my dad's preaching. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. You. Um. But. Um. It's like we're like we just if we can wrap our mind around the number of years of minutes of of whatever we're not in the neighborhood of God yet. Does that make sense? Do you get me? Because I'm like I can't even wrap my mind around the fact that I can't wrap my mind around it. If that makes any sense, you know, it's like, you know, because like uh, numbers, I get numbers. I want to know how many years is forever. Well, that that is a uh, contradiction in terms, I think. How long is forever? What? So anyways, it's just I'm just thinking thinking about God and also another thing I came up with you know it's like um we were uh, the other the other day we were reading a different 
thing, a different chapter in the same book, and he was talking about like, well, the Bible, you know, God is love, okay? So, and I have said this stupid thing myself before. I've said this. This came from my mind, okay? So check this out, okay? I said, well, if God is love, then is, then if you experience love, is that not an experience of God? Uh, absolutely not. Because God is love. Love is not God. And therefore, you know, um, if I experience love, I have experienced like a touch, a taste of God's attribute, not God himself, because love is not God. And so, um, basically, like, I was not on a bad track. I just, like, I was heading, I was on a northbound track, and I was trying to head west. Um, and that, that does not work, because tracks, trains and stuff, they don't, okay, I'm done. But, so, like, God is love, okay? And so, I, I am quite often asking my wife, like, hey, does this, do you feel loved when I X, you know, rub your back, uh, kiss your toes, like, I don't, I don't kiss her toes very often. I should more, but that's not the point. I digress. But, and so I think that my, like, hey, do you feel loved? Because in my mind, I'm loving her. I'm like, I'm like, I love you. I'm hugging, you know, whatever. So I want to know if she feels love, you know, and is that, is that an echo of we are made in the image of God, right? God is love. Love is not God. And so every single day is an expression of love of God. You know, um, we should wake up shouting for joy. Like, um, and I, I hate to do this. Do you remember the rooster in the movie, um, was it Peter Rabbit, the first one, where the rooster woke up and he was like, "Oh my goodness, I thought last night was it, and today, and he's free." And and so, uh, you know, and then their their that that joke was that must be why a rooster, you know, does the cockle doodle do thing, is because the rooster is surprised to see the sun again. We, you know, whatever. Um, and, and that really is how we should, you know, view a day. We wake up and we're like, we're like amazing. Praise God. Fall to your knees in worship. You know, cause, cause we, cause the sun's up. I can see it coming in. It's still cold, um, here in, in Utah. Um, but like, it's like, I think it's like right about freezing right about now so um i don't know if that freezing that, that's what i tried to say anyways but um but still i woke up this morning what a gift oh my goodness what a gift can we even 
fathom this gift? You know why? Because God did not have to make a whole nother day. Last night could have been the end. The end of all things. There could have been just a big... Well, not a, it would have been big to us. But it for God, it would have been like... And that would have been it. Like, that could have happened. And it, that would absolutely be within the rights of God who said, let there be and it was, and now we live here. Where God said, let it be, here it is. And God said, let there be another day, and I woke up this morning. And God said, let there be another breath, and here I'm breathing. <gasps> okay, that was a little over the top. But do you get like, I'm just trying I wish to wrap my mind around understanding that I can't understand God and I think even understanding that I can't understand would make my mind melt but it like just you know if you like start you start you know looking at reading about the Bible is fantastic but you know the writings of, of Tozer and C.S. Lewis and um, you know these things are great ways to start start thinking like I I, I just finished uh, A.W. Tozer's Knowledge of the Holy fantastic book but um, these these ideas and thoughts that I'm speaking right now are not the thoughts of Tozer. They're the thoughts of Clay. And so, and, and I'm doing this in the, the podcast form thing. And um, I'm just, you know, spitting. This is basically brain vomit. I'm just thinking and like... Honestly, I, I think I'm trying to gush about God. Because you start thinking about it. You start putting even A.W. Tozer's finite understanding of God. But he he was a big thinker. You know, I want to be a big thinker. Like C.S. Lewis, A.W. Tozer, uh, Tolkien, um I want to be one of these types of big thinkers. Uh, even um, uh, Calvin and um, uh, Piper and I, um, like, I just and I and, and I, yeah, I'm trying. Um, but like, I want to be this type of big thinker. I want to have new ideas, not like not new ideas but I I want to think about God and I want him to bless my thoughts and give me thoughts that are amazing that are you know that make other people sit back and think on it for a little while and um, anyways so I just today I was just thinking about that oh you know what I, I don't think I finished the thing I was saying about my wife you know it's like I, I think that's like a twisted you know uh, thing we're like like we are made in the image of God you know I the masculine image of God my wife the feminine image of God and I'm 
I'm always asking my wife questions like when I'm rubbing her back or feet or whatever. I'm like, hey, does this make you feel love? You know, and I think the reason I ask that question is not like, yes, I want her to feel loved, but I'm also trying to get her by admission of, yes, I feel love when you X. I, I, what I want is her to feel loved and tell me so that I can boost myself. So this God is love and I'm trying to show love to my wife, but I want my wife to feed me with her feelings of being loved when I do the stuff. And I hope you understand that because my thoughts kind of got jumbled. Hang on. I hope I didn't mess this up. All right. I'm sorry. That was probably a lot of you know, scratchy noise. I moved my phone. Anyways. Um, but. And so. Basically. You know, for me, like pertaining to my wife I need I need to stop asking her I need to start feeling love for my wife while I give her um you know a break or give her uh something like um some some sort of a something that I can give her you know uh if that makes sense give give her a break like hey I'll watch the kids for a while while you uh you know take a shower take a nap whatever you know and and as opposed to asking her like hey did that make you feel loved because what that does and if it does I think if I ask her that I think it takes it away doesn't it I'm like hey does that make you feel loved and then she's like well it did and then you asked and now it doesn't. But what I'm doing, honestly, is is I'm trying to get her uh, to feed my ego. Like, yeah, maybe I'm doing something nice. Maybe I am loving her. But when I ask her, does that make you feel it? That is not loving. That is basically... That is basically a, a twist on the. Uh, see where I started with, uh, you know, uh, like like God is love, and I am made in the image of God, and so I want to show love, but me asking that takes it away. Yeah, I just kick myself in the teeth. <sighs> Not literally, but like, yeah, I made myself. Um. Oh, okay. It's still going. Alright, so... I'm sorry about all, all that racket. But, yeah. I made myself... What I was trying to say... Is I made myself feel bad... Because I was thinking about... What I was saying... And thinking about... And stuff. And it's not right. And I just uh, convicted myself to borrow some church words. Yeah. Anyways. 
I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna let this go. It's been 20 minutes. I'm gonna I'm I am this is definitely gonna be in the podcast and I hope that this helps you helps you think helps something. Um I don't I don't hundred percent know. Alright, thank you. I did it again. Alright. Okay. So, um, today me and uh, Amanda got up and did our Bible study, had some coffee. Uh, had some breakfast too, to be honest. Um, anyways, that's I'm di- I digress. Um, so this morning we were reading in Judges, Judges uh, chapter eleven, and uh, there's a very interesting story about Jephthah as the judge of Israel. And hang on, uh, in Judge in eleven verse. Um, 30, it's 30, yeah, in Judges 11, uh, Jephthah makes a promise to God, he says, if you give me victory over the Ammonites, when I get home, whatever comes out to greet me, I will sacrifice it to you as a burnt offering, right, um, it seems like a good idea if nobody's gonna be home when he gets home, and a dog or a goat's gonna come out, um, because he did use words that would make that would be fitting for that. He says, "Whatever greets me, I will sacrifice it, not them." So he beats the Ammonites, and he comes home, and who comes out to greet him? Not his dog, um, but his daughter. And uh, not only his daughter, his only daughter. No no boys, no nothing. He has one girl, and that's it. And so um, he gives her time to go into the hills with her friends. And the Bible says, my translation at least says, mourn, uh, she has to be allowed to mourn her virginity, which... I, like I don't really understand what that means exactly but that it's in the Bible that's what it says um, and so um, he says okay gives her like I think it was 30 days to mourn uh, for this and uh, and then she comes back and the Bible doesn't give details but um, he follows through he does it he's you know he sacrifices his daughter, you know, um, which, you know, it tells us a couple of things about Jephthah. Uh, number one, um, like his promise, I think he believed from the get-go that God would um, provide the victory. God would deliver them from the Ammonites. I believe that, or I think that he believed that. Um, number two, um, he, he's not a, he doesn't think ahead very well, you know, because of the language used 
it, it says I will sacrifice it, not them, you know. And um, and then the other, th let's see, what else? Um, but the other thing is Jephthah is true to his word. He did not back out. He, the the most he backed off was to let her go mourn for a month in the hills with her girlfriends. Um, and so, so like I said, says a lot about his character, you know. Um, number two, um, Jephthah made that promise to God. If you make a whole promise to a holy God, is your promise not holy by that act? You know, and maybe I'm just thinking out my ear, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. If you make a promise to a holy God, isn't your promise now holy? And so, um, and God never said, you know, when, you know, Jephthah never balked, and he's like, no, wait, I'm not doing that. And then God was like, but Jephthah, you promised. No, there was none of that. God just allowed Jephthah to follow through with his own promise. You know, if that makes sense. Because, um, like, this is not something God wants. The only time in the Bible God ever asked for such a thing, he asked it of Abraham. Or was it Abram at that point? Um, I'm not sure exactly. But um, anyways, um, so, and Abraham did. Um, he went up to the mountain and everything. Had the wood, the knife, the stuff. Uh, no goat or lamb or whatever. And uh, Isaac noticed and he was like, he's like, Lord, where is the lamb for the sacrifice? And um, Abram uh, said, God will provide. And uh, if you, I'm sure you remember that story. Um, uh, God did. Uh, Isaac came back. And so again, another fantastic example of amazing character of some of these heroes in the Bible. You know, Jephthah, like, he made a stupid promise, but he followed through. And um, Abraham, um, you know, he didn't make a promise. God asked him to do this. And Abraham just followed through, you know. Um, and and, and I, like, see, and, and I'm sure, um, you know, Abraham, you know, he has reason to trust God, you know, um, because at that point, how many promises to Abraham has God made just like and if you read the whole story of Abraham like it, it's a bunch of them it's a whole lot um and uh and so um and I so I I just I find it I think Jephthah made a stupid promise and God allowed you know a chance to take its course things to happen you know I don't think God was like nudging uh, his daughter hey hurry up go see your dad no but Jephthah made a foolish promise 
And so God allowed, um, you know, what is or what happened to happen. You know, um, Jephthah didn't have to make that promise at all. You know, he, um, I think it would have been good and right for Jephthah to, you know, like make a promise. Not that promise, though. If Jephthah had said, God, if you give me victory, I will worship you wherever you say or whatever, you know. But he he didn't have to promise the first thing that came out of his house because that's just kind of dumb. Anyways, um, I'm I'm just I'm just a thinking, you know, um, and and I I just I think and I ponder and meditate and stuff, and then I share it with you, and you um, you poor guys um, end up listening to this. So I'm gonna turn I'm gonna stop here. I think I've said enough. Yeah. I'm going to stop here. Sorry for the scratches. See what I mean? Thank you so much for listening to Hope for the Broken. I tried a little bit different of a format. I just turned on record and just let my thoughts come out And I recorded them, and I'm going to press them into the podcast and let it go at that. Um, If you enjoy this uh, format, uh, give me me a comment, a like, or something. You could send me an email at uh, claybear06 at gmail.com. And... um, Uh, thanks for listening.